1: Stephanie Hi, Megan, Stephanie you're, listening you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Girl therapy are too expensive. Too expensive. You're, listening you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy.
2: Broke Girl Therapy. Broke, broke, girl, therapy. broke, broke girl Therapy. I love you. Love you too. Ugh. Why?
1: Why are we like that? Like, why is our relationship like. We like we know we know that we have a lot of love for each other but we're like so weird at like showing it sometimes
2: no i don't think it's it's not just us i think it's like a family thing because nate's that way too um i feel that way when with mommy's affection but oh yeah
1: me too every time she's like affectionate with me i'm like i freeze
2: i freeze (laughs)
1: yes me too i get stiff i I get so
2: stiff yeah i know i get so stiff but like
1: so stiff but
2: then i feel so bad (laughs) i feel so bad about it but like i don't know it's just uh yeah it's just a reaction that kicks in but same thing with you like if you say you love me i straight up just cringe (laughs) i know but then like but when it comes to boppy like nobody feels that way with boppy
1: yeah, like we all like all of our hearts like melt with him. We're like, oh, my God, Bobby, he's so cute. He's so like sweet. And then like with each other, we're like,
2: Ugh. yeah,
1: <laughs> <Ooh>.
2: <laughs> it's the nepo side
1: <laughs> and not nepo as in nepotism babies. I know that as- was tripping me out
2: when I saw those hashtag going. I was like, what
3: the
1: hell? <laughs> yeah, like how Haley, H- Haley Bieber literally put nepo baby. I was like, bitch, we're fucking nepo babies. Nepo babies so back- with
2: the nepo bodies.
1: <laughs> should we get into that the body shaving of our family
2: yeah sure uh, i think we'll we were see. gonna go over it over thanksgiving but yeah oh
1: yeah okay let me just do the introduction and then i have to like talk to them for a little bit and then we'll like just jump into everything and then well hi guys it's me stephanie megan your host of broco therapy and i have the lovely the rudest the the gemini to the T, my brother, Everett.
2: Yay! Woo! Yay me! Everett Lewis <laughs> in the house.
1: Everett Lewis. Oh, sorry, we we're rebranding?
2: Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, I'm a new man. I, it's funny, like, going back to the podcast, I'm like, don't find me on social media. I'm all private. No, nah, no, nah, man. It's, <laughs> that's all different. This is a new era.
1: No, I. here's the thing. It's like, I, you've yeah okay you could be private but like you're you're honestly an extrovert extrovert at heart like you're really good at like performing you're good with people you're good you know like you want to be seen
2: yeah i think i'm just now yeah i think i'm now just rediscovering that just kind of
1: because that's who you were as a kid you know
2: Mm -hmm.
0: we
1: should always go back to who we were as a kid well depends if you sucked then don't go back to that <laughs> but anyways uh, so as we were saying um okay we've been attempting to do this episode again even in thanksgiving we both went to michigan to visit our dad and i brought like my my whole luggage of equipment and we never even uh, recorded and i feel bad because like i told you i record this one day and that day came, and like you took shots of like fireball, like you were ready. Oh, to, I was like... crunk. Yeah, I was... yeah, you were crunk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating so much in my sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I took a nap. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and then I don't know. I think I was just so tired. I mean, we were, you know, it's like like winter break. You just want to like do nothing and she, Thanksgiving I I was just jet feeling, lag. Yeah yeah jet lagged you're you know we're eating a lot it was just like i was exhausted. i was just not in the mood to like record an episode but i kind of wish we did at least because we would at least have done it with poppy yeah and, like that would have been so good that would have been better that's fine
2: don't turn this off
1: uh, but <laughs> 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 don't, don't don't go don't this is not gonna be great
2: <laughs> please stay
1: <laughs> yeah next time we'll have poppy maybe we'll have him i'll get him a mic so we could do like another virtual recording with him. Or something, you know? And just have him on there. And it's just a he whole episode of him fat shaming. He, <laughs> That's true. He, he can,
0: can use Aiden's, Aiden's,
2: Aiden's mic. Because he streams. Because he's a Zoomer. He's a Zoomer. He's, so he streams. We're the millennials. So we're podcasting.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah. No, we were we were in Michigan visiting our dad. And he kept, like, calling us, like, saying our bodies were, like, Nepple bodies. So. Background story, like, our mom's last name is, like, Nepo Mosteno. Um, Nepo, for short. And, I don't know, I guess they're just, like, thick bodies, you know? Like, but also our dad's side, too, is pretty thick. Like, no, we're not from skinny families.
2: No, we got it from, we, he just has a sense of pride because he gets on the elliptical, and like, every morning, <laughs> 6 a.m. He's tiny, like, so, yeah, so I was doing job tiny. interviews uh, while I was there. And, um, I didn't have any collared shirts and my recruiter was like, you probably want to find a button up of some sort. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. I'll fine. I'll go up to Boppy's closet. None of them fit me. Oh, no. Like not even close, Aww. not even close. I had to go to the Bollock buy boxes downstairs <laughs> to find some shirts and they fit. I brought it home with me and I got the job.
1: Really? <laughs> oh, that's
0: so funny. <laughs>
1: anyone who's not filipino does not understand the buy like buy on boxes it's like the the boxes you send over to your family in the philippines of just like just things that they need you know so i guess there was a shirt that fit Mm -hmm. you and yeah and so he just fat shames us but what i was trying to get to is now you're a single man you're making music oh boy And because I don't want to turn this into like a body positive episode. I mean, we can go there. But like I've just been talking about body positivity for too much. Like I kind of don't want to talk about my body. But let's talk about your body.
0: Oh, (laughs) okay. Okay. So you have
1: a song. My (laughs) body.
2: My sister wants to talk about my body.
1: (laughs) No, stop, stop. stop. (laughs) No, so you have a song that's called Dad Bod. And it's, like, such a good song, but it's, like, so fucking sad at the same it, time. You're
2: the only one who finds it sad.
1: I'm sorry for my stretch marks. Hey, 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 No, no, no spoilers. I can No spoilers, I haven't recorded life, it yet. My sex life's stagnant and it's all
2: on You me. can find live performances of me doing that song on my Instagram, at <laughs> RayBanRet.com. T. Yeah, he's, he's not
1: on Spotify yet but it's so good but I don't know it makes me sad because it just thinks like you know like you, the way that you talk about your body and just how like your sex life is stagnant because you like just don't feel sexy like you feel like you have a dad bod and I don't know it just makes me sad because it's just like who gives a shit you know?
0: Yeah
2: no definitely it's 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 um it's a good way of of controlling the narrative <laughs> <laughs> of just being like I mean, it is. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna write write about this and i'm gonna share it and and a way it makes me feel better because in a way it's like my brand and and yeah. okay so like here's the douchebag like musician side coming out of it it's like i'm already getting that out of the way like say somebody like i meet someone you know i meet you know i meet mm. a girl through there they they know the song already i, I i'm 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 pointing out specific parts of my insecurities. Um, So they're not surprised when you do sleep. Exactly. Which does, which has not happened, but I'm just saying like, (laughs) I was going to say, I was
1: like, did the whole thing? That has not happened.
2: (laughs) Does not happen. Okay.
1: Okay, so kind of, a, like, they need an update from the last time you were on the show. Last time you mentioned you had a wife, and now you don't. We don't have to get into the details out of respect of, you know, the marriage and the other parties, you know, life. We don't want to disrespect anything. But, but my biggest thing is, like, I haven't even, like, talked to you, like, ever since, you know, you came back home from Michigan. Because I knew that's when everything really, like... Started to begin like the whole separation. Like, how's your mental health doing since like the separation and the divorce?
2: Uh, great. (laughs) (laughs) No,
1: no. I mean that
0: says a lot. I I mean,
2: no. It's it's really it. It is definitely a net positive. Um, just because we both knew, for both our sakes, it was for the better. We just weren't good for each other at a certain point, um, and had been that way for a while. So me going out and doing music and meeting people through that space and just networking and finding other musicians and finding even like a small family group of you know other um other musicians one you know who's also Filipino who I say looks like you and one who's (laughs) like Vietnamese and and one who's from Laos and so we have like this really cool tight knit community slash family. Yeah. So it's it's really helped me fall back into that and and it's been yeah, it's just been a really great I think experience. That's good. Because before where I was just kind of working and then trying to take care of everything around the house and, you know, try to keep, you know, everything together.
1: Try to keep the marriage right. alive, try to yeah, keep yeah. you know, her happy. Yeah, and
2: and myself happy. Just try to, to juggle and spin so many plates that I was neglecting like a social aspect because I wasn't um, happy with myself uh, and I didn't want the people that I loved to see me that way because I, I, I would just feel like I would be letting them down. And so I felt like I had to better myself and just hide from everyone. But now I'm like, I'm falling back into things that it, it's weird. It's like time traveling back to like my younger self in like where i'm just so invested in my music and performing and just getting like that it's a weird like um serotonin high boost like after you perform like i'm just like on this crazy right crazy high i'm like oh my god that, that was so much fun and then people are talking to me after and then i go home and it's all quiet and then that's when like the sadness kicks in so like that's why i say for the most part it is a net positive but I try to keep myself busy but when I find myself like not busy then it starts to kind of like sink in but I have to just like
1: yeah what 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 do you what do you get sad about
2: just a lot of things I mean uh even though you know you're not good for like each other you still like kind of mourn that it didn't work out and like you know it's like "Ah," you're you just feel like you failed and you're a failure even though I know even though I know that's not true but Um, and just also missing like what, you know, we had, like we bought a house, we had like all these dogs. She has most of them. I have Conan, which is fair, which is fine, but, um, it's still hard nonetheless. And it's just weird. Yeah. It's just weird having to just take care of myself. And especially when I'm in this weird in-between moment living at mommy's house she cooks for me. So I'm not even thinking about what I'm eating. She's
1: cooking? Yeah. Mommy's yeah, cooking.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's always like lunch. There's always dinner. Oh, wow. So that's like a big wow. change. So I so kind of connecting this back to what we were talking about the last time, about like our childhood traumas, I think, and I'm also addressing it this way. And I think I have a feeling she is too of just kind of like the second chance or even a third chance. Because when she lived with with me, that just it was just a bad mix, and with Sarah there, it was just it was just kind of too complicated. Oh, mommy,
1: uh, like another, uh, giving, mommy giving like another chance of being. like
2: Yeah, a mom. exactly. Like she, <clears throat> that's why. Like there's always food. Like I'm always taken care of, and wow. um, yeah, and she's yeah. It's been it's been really good, but you still like I still like tense up, when <laughs> but
1: <laughs> that part takes yeah. time. I can never like when she's like, oh my baby, yeah. and she like like when she yeah. yeah hugs me i'm just like Thanks. yeah and like i just have to love you too like
2: be um just be respectful like she's letting me you know stay here in this in-between time so like yeah. i at least owe her like the time when she tries to like stop and talk to me and vent to me about her work because we're both in the same career field And i'm the only oh, person yes. that understands her problems so she just like unloads on me
0: yeah and i'm like god
2: I have to go to a meeting right now, <laughs> and the last thing I That's want to do so is talk funny. about your job.
1: Oh, <laughs> so it's like it's yeah another chance of like trying to be a better mom, but now she like relates to you. Because, yeah, one, and for me to be, she knows what it feels mm-hmm. like to be divorced, mm-hmm. and to you you're like in the same like work field. Like it's crazy because like you're younger than me. You're 29 now. Like you're not even 30 yet, and you've been married, divorced, I've lived. bought a house. You've lived, bro. Mm-hmm i mean i've lived too like doesn't not to say that like just because i haven't had those things but we just like lived i think like s- such different lives and now i feel like it's like switching now i like found someone i want to like settle with and you're like now going and entering into this world and i'm like i'm so excited for you because like i feel like you know you were so young and then you like you know um got into a relationship and you guys like moved to a different state together and just did the whole thing and like of course you like followed your heart and everything and like I'm not gonna you know there's no shade on that because that's your journey but I was always like ah, oh, but Rhett is like a creative like me like Rhett's you know like he's like if anything you like you're even more, I think even more talented than me in a lot of ways you I know am. I was like why <laughs> 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 yes
2: <laughs> not in this world though I No, am. this is your world but um
1: yeah that, that I'll funny. give you that I mean honestly if you if you put if you put if you decided hey I want to do a podcast and really fucking try to do the thing I think you could I think you could do a really good job if you really set your mind to it I you have know, well, I have I have the do.
2: equipment I have the equipment to podcast I yeah. have the equipment to be a streamer I but like I yeah. mainly just use use it for my Zoom meetings <laughs> <laughs> just overkill on the Zoom
1: well, <laughs> yes, I know. Like, wow, it's like you're right here mean, in the
2: room with us.
1: <laughs> the audio quality is so good. Oh, my God. Not, and I don't even use, like, my equipment for my Zoom meetings at all. all. but.
0: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: But, but I mean, now you're using it like towards your music, you know, and like that's like, I mean, that that's huge because I feel like you've just haven't really like tapped into like your craft and years so I'm just like excited to like see like this is just the beginning and it's good that you're like you're going out to like open mics and you're making friends again because you like never went outside like you didn't like you lived in Texas for so long and like you don't have not that you have to have like a lot of friends but you didn't really like put yourself out there to even like even try you know
2: feel like I fit in like really in any circles and just coming from before like before I left California I was in the theater world and I just felt like I just felt like it it would just wasn't for me at that point but I just didn't know what was for me but it was just straight doing music
1: yeah I mean you loved show choir like you were that student that even when they graduated went back to the school (laughs) and visited the rehearsals like you were that guy. You really loved show choir. Yeah,
2: I really loved it, and I wanted to give back, you know, any way I could. Um, yeah. So it's 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 interesting, you know, looking back. But I mainly like equate it to like when I was in college, when I was at Amda, and and yeah. I'd be like auditioning with my guitar for like these cafe nights, and I would never get in. Like they wouldn't. It was such like a weird dichotomy because like in my classes and like my acting and musical theater classes I would make it all the way to like the end of the year showcase in front of like the board or whatever but then when it came to like my solo stuff when I was doing like just medleys of pop songs they wanted more people who were doing like jazzy musical theater pieces at like like a cabaret type thing
1: you're just going to the wrong places yeah
2: yeah exactly so now I feel like I'm who I was then and but I'm better now like I'm my skills have improved um, because I was like 10 years ago but then also just like found where I was supposed to be and just being older because before you know you your transportation your budget is so limited
1: yeah so what advice do you have for someone who's like you know maybe in the same situation that you were in before or they're just in a they're not even married but they're in this like really like unhealthy relationship that they know is like not for them but they're so like stuck or they feel like they need to keep trying even though it's like it's time you know like what advice do you have for people like that
2: well it's tough because like for me i felt like i gave i gave it all until like the end so yeah i just like if you feel like yeah just keep trying just keep trying but it like if if it just gets to a point
1: how did you know you got to a point? Like, what was that, like, boiling point?
2: I don't want to get You don't have don't to, give, get to that.
1: You don't have to give details, but just, like, how did you feel? Like, what was your mind? Go- you don't have to say, like, what okay, exactly okay, happened. Okay, yeah, okay,
2: just, I, like, I'll, I'll, um, if at some point you start to have, like, suicidal thoughts about yourself because of a way that you feel because of your partner, then get help and Remove yourself from the relationship, I think that's just probably the probably the most concise um, and specific advice I guess I could give,
1: yeah, and what did you do in those moments when you felt like that like did you like go to therapy did you have friends like what did you what did you do when you felt like in those like really low moments
2: um yeah, just friends yeah reach out to your best and closest friends, and I even reached out to family members, and they... You didn't reach out to me. <laughs> yeah, other, other family members, but um, not on our side. But, oh, yeah, so I reached out to...
1: Wait, who? Oh, yeah, not so our I... side. Yeah, you, you can't be vulnerable with our side. Right, right, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, so, yeah, just reach out to friends, family. Just told them how I was feeling. Yeah, I'm just lucky to have a really good support system around me.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that you know that you went through that, and it makes me sad that you felt suicidal. I don't want to cry because I don't like to show you emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to show you that I am upset. Suicidal, suicide, suicidal. It's over, over. <laughs> <laughs> you remember in that denial.
3: fucking in denial, in you know, denial,
1: in denial. You know that one song we used to always sing with Mikey. Who says that you're all tied up and bounding and useless, useless? <coughs> State of mind, but at the same time, we're still young. Half the time, you realize...
2: All right, you're listening to so Broke Armin. Boy Therapy, since we're switching spots here. <laughs> all right, you're with Everett Lewis. All right, fellas.
1: <laughs> well, you're peeking. you're peeking. All right,
2: fellas. <laughs> uh (laughs) our boy our boy andrew tate's been locked up we need oh no we need we all need to shave our heads in solidarity no don't you dare solidarity
1: okay so now we went through how you felt in those moments and now you're divorced and you've said you're feeling so much better are you like dating again no like are like are you back on the apps
2: no 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 um okay
1: because i want you i feel like you need like a proper hoe face
2: it'll it'll come just let the uh, the papers aren't even signed or filed yet <laughs> like okay okay and yeah
1: the house is not even on the market yet <laughs> like it's so yeah, fresh this is
2: all just way too fresh for for me to even consider anything like that so no, I'm just really focusing on myself and trying to get my get my bearing straight. Having two jobs and trying to do yeah. my music.
1: You're still in the healing process. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, right now I'm okay. I'm wait. In the phase of just fantasizing wait. about um, my next place. So,
1: oh yeah, your little loft apartment, mm-hmm. Big like, Daddy Loft. Give us a fa- Give us, give us a picture. Paint a picture for us of like what's to like come in your future. In the next, like, year
2: or two. Well, I just said a Big Daddy loft. Get the loft.
1: You have to ex- you have to explain what a Big Daddy loft is to people. Not everyone knows.
2: So, from the movie Big Daddy, Adam Sandler lived in a loft. It was the movie with Dylan and Cole Sprouse playing one character, but it was the twins who played the little kid. Uh, so, it's a loft. You know, a good, sizable one. It's just... Um, if you see the movie, it just it'll make sense it'll make sense it's very brick brick and industrial very metropolitan boho bo- bohemian i don't know I don't...
1: it's more it's more industrial like modern type of apartment like you don't want like the actual gross dirty ones like you want like well you kind of do you kind of want the little cuz the big daddy ones a little bit like run down yeah it's not like the one with the upscale kitchens. It's not there's a Yeah, difference.
2: I I know. I'm I'm being a little facetious. I I definitely want a a cleaner living space. Okay,
1: okay. Facetious.
2: <laughs> but I'm
1: t- <laughs> What is facetious? That
2: you know that means I'm I, I can't explain it. Facetious, like okay. I'm being trick tricky. I know. I'm being oh, a little okay, trickster okay. or be, I'm being cheeky as the Brits would say it
1: wait I have I have a question. I have a question because I'll probably be married within the next couple years if i if he doesn't leave me. <laughs> so what advice <laughs> do you have for those who are like freshly married or you know, wanting that in their life, you know and, and like in, in due do t- and like something that's gonna be happening soon. Um, what advice do you have for like to have a healthy, loving marriage? uh
2: be patient. With each other, uh, be open and communicate. Communication, communication, communication. Trust, trust, trust. Don't break trust and communicate.
1: Okay. Would you ever be in an open relationship?
2: Um. I. I who knows? At this point, all all <laughs> the gloves are off. At this point, I. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> sure.
1: If it was the right, are person, you talking about like just open right. or
2: you just or like polyamorous?
1: Well, there's a difference. Like, you know, there's, yeah, and not Paul. Po- I mean, I, I don't, I mean, would you do poly? Poly is more so like feelings are involved open or just, it's just more so like just sex, really? Well, and there's a whole spectrum, but pretty much open. Like, I'm,
2: it's like not open to all the possibilities. It's not, these aren't like the, this, they're not the top of my hierarchy, but I guess, um, I'm, open no pun intended to the idea
1: ew i can't even imagine you like kissing someone okay <laughs> well how what is it like being my brother and seeing like all these stuff on the internet about my sex life? uh
2: well i have to be very quick and scroll past <laughs> and like
1: do you want me to like mute you do you want me to block you from my stuff
2: i mean i i, I like seeing your normal stories but i don't follow like your broke girl therapy oh. instagram um you don't follow broke girl therapy i follow you <laughs> <gasps> you
1: unfollowed me you did for
2: the reasons i okay for the right, specific right, right. reasons i'm not Wait, seeing that story pop just
1: up. follow me but don't like just mute me
2: okay okay
1: it just you know, just like what if someone's like, oh, does her brother follow her? Like, wow, her brother doesn't even like support her.
2: Whatever. No? Whatever. They're so petty. I don't really give a shit what you do. <laughs> are they that petty? Yeah. Are they that bored? I don't
1: know. I don't know. I hope you guys are not like that. I hope you guys are not like. If you <laughs> are, call me. Like that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll be
2: happy to waste your time.
1: Oh my god, <laughs>
2: Okay. Fine, I'll follow you, but so. I just have to be very quick. Like TikTok, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh, when I see that pink background, I'm uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> pink <laughs> or
1: background, I just see there's pink. not even a pink background. It's,
2: I, yeah, it's just, it's always pink. I don't know. It's just how I.
1: I'm always wearing pink. Something. There's a blue wall. there's always Yeah, something. and I just
2: know, and I just go like really fast. I'm like, nope. And then, and sometimes if it's like you talking first, I'm done for. But if like your guest <laughs> is talking first, I have enough time. It's fine for my reactions yeah, to kick yeah, yeah. in. But if you're talking first, and <laughs> oh, uh, I've heard too much.
1: <laughs> what have you heard? Just, just say it out loud. It's fine. We could go. Through I, can't I can't remember. Awkwardness I honestly
2: can't remember specifics. I don't know. Probably something about head. <laughs> oh,
1: that's like everyone. Head is like vanilla. It's fine. Okay. You
2: know? I mean, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna talk. All right, <laughs> so okay. I'll uh, I'll just talk about it. Yeah, you, you, you like getting your head pushed down. You are you a head pushed down? No. Okay.
1: You like liking your head pushed <laughs> down. <laughs> okay, I don't want to talk about see? sex with you see? that was the most, see <laughs> see that was like the most awkward thing ever. Okay, let's just read an email. Let's let's see what I got here. Something that we could we both bear to talk part? about. <laughs> no oh maybe this might be good okay i don't maybe not maybe it might trigger you i fucked around and fell in love with the married man
2: (laughs) next yeah no it's fine let's do let's let's do the let's do the marriage one let's do it are you sure
1: i don't want to like trigger anything if it's like all right so subject is I fucked around and fell in love with a married man, question mark.
2: Drama.
1: So much drama. Hey, Stephanie and friends. I just found your podcast a few weeks ago and have been binging the back catalog. Y'all are the best. Okay, let's get into it. He's a Sagittarius. I know y'all want to know, (laughs) which I'm sorry. My brother doesn't care about that. Um, but I care and thank you for letting me know I started um, I started talking to a guy a few months ago over Instagram a mutual reposted something of his and he caught my eye we started chatting about music and tattoos and what I do for what tattoos if she put in quote what I do for work so she's a tattoo artist mostly enough we had a lot in common and he was just super fun to talk to I knew he was married, but there was something about him that felt magnetic, and I pursued him despite what my conscience was telling me. We hit it off right away, and eventually he started picking up on the fact that I was flirting. Things escalated. Fast forward a bit. He moved out of his house a couple months ago, and they're finalizing their divorce. (laughs) Okay, that's my (laughs) feet. Um. He was an un- he was in an unhappy marriage and was on his way out before I even came into the picture. But I can't help but feel like a bit of a homewrecker. They didn't have—they ki- didn't have kids though, which makes me feel
2: a little Wait, better. Did, 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 is this about my marriage?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, but this is this always happens. It's because everyone goes through the same type of shit. That's what I'm saying. People like we all going uh-huh. through it. But I swear I didn't read this um before. I picked it. I just saw the subject and I was like, this might be good. Um, So yeah, they didn't have any kids, which makes me feel a little better. I don't feel great about how things started. But aside from that, he's been an absolute gem so far. And the sex is phenomenal. Like maybe the best I've ever had. The chemistry is just undeniable. We wait to get physical until he's already been moved out for a couple months. My question to you y'all is if the relationship continues and becomes serious, how should I address the cheating? Because as far as I'm concerned, that's what we did. Emotional cheating with the intent to get physical. Like I'm obviously have to have a conversation about it with him, but I'm worried I'll have a hard time fully trusting him, trusting him, given how things have started between us. How would y'all feel how you how would y'all feel and how would you move forward? Thanks so much for the endless hours of last and sometimes tears. Keep doing what you're doing. And she would like to say anonymous, so I'm not going to say her name. And her lo- location says SC, so I don't know what that means. But she's,
2: South but Carolina. she's a big
1: fan. She's also, And she's also a Gemini. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, oh, wow. So this is you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: um, I mean, you have. This isn't this is your lane, boy.
2: I, I don't know. This is, that's a tough one. Because, yeah, I mean, at least it sounds like this this person has at least some self-awareness of what they did was wrong. um, And hopefully he feels that way too. And hopefully he does feel, I, I think that should be part of the conversation, right? It's just about being open about that. And if he doesn't feel like any sort of regret or sadness uh, uh, red flag but like if he uh, did feel some sort of remorse but maybe that's something that you can work through together i mean it's not the best of ideal situations but if the connection really is as you know as strong as what you say it is and if things are ending anyway yeah i mean you'll have to you'll both have to be you know very aware of what you did was not cool but yeah just be open about that
1: i think like cheating could also be kind of like subjective in a way because like cheating is kind of different for everyone so i mean like you kind of you know just based off of what i know from like your marriage and just a lot of people who like that i know who have like divorce especially when it's at the towards end depending on like we don't really know what the conversation was between like both of them so you don't know if like they were trying to be better if they weren't or if they really were like on the way out where it was like it was like figuring out the logistics you know and I think during the time of like okay we're gonna break up yes we're still married and we're still living together and like figure out logistics it's like at that time I mean you're not that's not cheating like you know in my opinion that wouldn't be cheating even though the papers say they're okay married, yeah yeah so you you're, know?
2: so you're saying like you're emotionally or or um, even physically could be separated, but you're not like actually yeah. Paper. So like what I what I mean exactly in, yeah. I mean yeah, yeah, in, in the yeah. sense of so so for example, if Sarah or I was dating someone or went on a date with someone, yeah, then that's fine. Like that that's fine because we're emotionally detached at this point. I mean, is is right. if the other person found out, are they gonna have feelings? Yeah, are they justified? Yes, they're also justified in how they feel. Um but i mean you're still you're you're still separated you're an individual you can make your own decisions and hey if it if it works out happy to you if it doesn't well then you have a crazy story
1: like i don't know i just i don't think that, like for something like this it's like it'd be different if like they were talking for so long and like they were still you know this couple was still like posting as if they were still married and like clearly still together like that just seems a little like off but i feel like if it's just kind of like the tier end i mean i feel like in a lot of relationships especially like marriages and like long-term relationships like there's so much back and forth at the end before no i think i I think it has to
2: be no that has to be defined like if it's this kind of wishy-washy like will we won't we no like it has to be it,
1: yeah but that's the thing you don't know like you don't she, she doesn't know exactly the state that they I'm were saying in. that like i'm, I'm saying assumed- like
2: from his part that doesn't matter that that doesn't matter if yeah. if you're kind of like okay we're breaking up okay no let's work this out okay uh if you're in that phase then you're still with that person but if you, if you make that decision okay we are separating in on and then to become divorced then that's when it's okay
1: yeah, I mean, I think like it's worth a conversation because I mean, we don't know and we could I only go off of like our experiences of what we've seen, you know, with like our relationships and other people's relationships. But like, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think it's worth bringing up. If I was her, I'd be like, hey, um, there's something on my mind. I know that like you're just going through a divorce, but I just want to know like, when we started talking, what was the circumstance where you guys already just like, done was it something where it was like you guys were still working things out like you know I want to know and I think it's like I think it's your right to know like what the circumstance was and I think if he seems like because okay because I had an ex Morgan who did this to me where like I got with him pretty quickly after him and his girl were together that he never really even told me that like they broke up. He kind of like kind of said it, but not never really fully confirmed it. So like I knew she was like still kind of lingering. So like I would ask and every time I would ask like he would like kind of turn around on me. on like, why are you why would you ask something like that? Like classic yeah yeah like make me feel crazy for asking
2: yeah, see, so like if that i think yeah, if he la- that all that's red flags if, if any of that's going on 1000 uh, percent walk away no matter how yeah, good the dick so, is
1: yeah no matter how good like, it's not worth it so if for, yeah so if you ask him which you have every right to get clarity because it's on your mind um and you are a part of you know the relationship in a sense of like it just the timeline didn't seem right. I think it's worth asking. And if he gaslights you on it, girl, leave. Girl, bye. Yeah,
2: I think I think just the clearest cut is Jack. Yeah, just always have the conversation if you're feeling that any sort of um, apprehensions. Just be open about it. I have to fart. Have All to right, fart. next question.
1: Aw, look at you giving advice. Relationship? Do people ever go to you like in your own like life? Do people go to you for relationship advice? <laughs>
2: Relationship advice? No. Life advice? Yeah.
1: Oh, that's cute. Okay. So this one is called My Guy Best Friend. Hey Steph, first of all, I would love to start I have to burp.
2: Uh
1: Actually let me grab let me grab let me pour
2: some more. You go get some wine. All right, BRB. All right she doesn't know this but now this is the second episode of everett's
0: asmr channel today we got the glasses case i just got these it's the brown leather i had an option between the black and the brown i chose the
1: life stagnant and it's all on me.
2: So you like my song, huh?
1: I do. It's actually really good. I you need to have the full version. Yeah. for me to stream.
2: Yeah, that one that one is like I've been meaning to get to it, but I've like been focused on other ones. But I think I just need to just drop everything and just need to record Dad Bod and get it out because everyone always asks for it.
1: Yeah, and when it's in heat, you have mm-hmm. to do it
2: yeah yeah so it's cool like it's cool having people um you know you have this piece of music and you get to share it and then people actually like it and those who have
1: how does your ex feel about
2: that song? she didn't like it we actually wrote that before sure. we were married so i
1: before you were yeah, married. yeah i wrote
2: that before we were married and um
1: so this is like this is an old song yeah
2: i wrote it back in like 2017 i
1: Oh my god. So I I perform
2: I was performing in a coffee shop. My friend Daniel was on his tour and I like booked him and his friends like a coffee shop gig, like and I performed as well. And I perform my other songs and I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah, people like it, but you know, it's not really catching attention. And then I said, like, this next one, I just wrote it. It's called Dad Bod, and then I saw people like turn their heads and actually like it
1: because it's so re- it's so relatable, and I think it's like the most. It's so vulnerable without it being like such a sad right. song. You know, yeah, she like it's yeah
2: she she wasn't too she wasn't too fond of it. She she felt like it made her oh. look bad, which I didn't think. I didn't think so.
1: That you weren't trying to make anyone look bad. You were just being very honest about your yeah, opinions being, and when you're as someone as someone who has a podcast that's very truthful and like out there, being honest can piss a lot of people off, including people who are close to you.
2: Yeah, being on but
0: it is and what it's like
2: it is. It, it, it's re- it's really just a song about my own self insecurities like it's a it's a reflection on yeah. myself if anything it's not supposed well, to because be
1: because you right. have a lyric that says my le- my love's life stagnant my sex life stagnant and it's all on me and people like feel bad for you they're like no
2: oh well and no so that's more her, of taking a, probably well what am i gonna say it's, it's on you
1: <laughs> no but you wouldn't say that as someone who's like insecure sometimes you just blame yourself right you know
2: but yeah that's how i felt i so actually people... just I, like the chorus i came up
1: and also people like to blame like women you know but anyways but like i'm not i'm not even agreeing on blaming her necessarily but uh i don't know ah well i don't want to go there i don't want to go there well but...
2: yeah just cause. okay yeah fine I, I guess i can see that but like it, it's it's just a reflection on on myself and. I remember just coming up with that, that hook in the shower, and it was actually – originally, it was our sex life's dead. <laughs> and and I was like, that's Jeez. really – oh, I was like, oh, that's very harsh. I'll just say stagnant. It's not – yeah.
1: Yeah. Sex life stagnant, and it's all on me.
2: Okay. Um,
1: okay. Okay. <laughs> But anyways, um, back to reading this email. ADHD, you guys, thank you for tuning in to my Brian. My Brian.
2: Oh, my God. Where's Brian?
1: (laughs) Where's Brian? (laughs) Jesus, Brian is now my brain. Oh, that's cute. Anyways, let's get into it. Subject is my guy best friend. Hey, staff with two Fs. Shout outs to you. Thank you. First of all, I would love to start out by saying I love your show and every episode. I started listening to the pod months ago and bitching through my work days. It gets me through. I love you, girl. Keep on crushing the game. So I have this guy, best friend. I met him five years ago, and I was instantly attracted. I added him on Facebook, and we talked, and we talked, wait, and we talked, we connected immediately. We talked about every day. Wait. Oh, my. We talked about. Sorry, I just that's either I'm blind or there's popcorn. no popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. We talked about every day shot, shot the shit and sent jokes. So they talked every day and shoot the shit and sent jokes. We sent some sexy pics too. And she put the devil, the purple devil emoji. And we would hang out a couple times. We even casually made out once. Just once almost four years ago. Now he told me that he has never thought about me like that as dating me. But his actions speak so much louder louder the love he shows me. The kind actions and the affection. We talk every day. We have told each other things nobody knows and shares our secrets. And he sneeze. He does all the little things like hold my door waiting for me to <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. That was an aggressive yeah. sneeze. She says, um, he does all the little things like hold my door waiting for me to get in the car or taking pictures of me saving my pictures the way he makes me giggle and never wants to see me down the other day he even said he loved me he has for a long time and one of his best friends now I'm still stuck on how to take this all is this boy actually in love with me or am I going crazy and they wouldn't like to stay anonymous and her name is Mackenzie which shout out Mackenzie hey Mac shout out hey Mac she's in Canada
2: hey Mac hey
1: Matt K, what? Ah, uh,
2: no. You you got to do one A. You can't start and end with A.
1: Okay, I'm sure he cares about you, but I think if a man, and this is the most simple, cliché advice you could fucking give. But this is like I've been through this a lot. Where you think they like you, but they're telling you, "I don't want to be with you like that." Listen to what they're telling you over the actions. Was this recently the that
0: they're that doing? He said that
2: yeah okay. yeah. Listen to what he says,
1: yeah, because here's the thing is like men love affection too. They also like the attention, and you're available for this guy to give him attention. And and again, I'm sure he likes you. It's not that he doesn't like you. It's not that he doesn't have feelings. I'm sure th- that's there, but there's something in him that like doesn't want to commit. So you have to listen to exactly what he's saying when he's telling you how he feels and don't try to get caught up in the delusions because i'm looking here like okay he opens the door for me takes pictures of me my brother could open the door for me and take pictures of me Hey, i was
2: gonna say that's just that's just being a i was gonna say a gentleman just just being nice
1: yeah like sometimes you know they're just being nice um and we shouldn't overly romanticize those things like and and I get it because I've been there like I'm hella delusional so I could look at the little small things and think like oh my god he's in love with me because he opened the door for me like that is so sweet but it's like he's just being a guy he's just being a gentleman so don't over romanticize the small stuff like if he's saying I care about you but I don't want to be with you take it as that because men are so fucking simple they're not gonna like they're not going to like try to tell you something and hope that you'd like solve the puzzle. They're not like us.
2: Yeah, we're not that, <laughs> we're not that calculated. Like, with,
1: <laughs> you're not that calculated. Yeah. Right.
2: And, and also just think like if you've known this guy for so long, like you've probably, he's probably talked about other girls at some point. So just kind of like, I don't know, kind of compare and contrast like how he's acted towards them versus like how he acts towards you. But just from the sound yeah. of, of that horribly read email by Steph, um, <laughs> from what i could gather between the sneezing the stumbling uh the (laughs) the sidetracking um
1: the typos typos. well oh
2: don't don't put this on them
1: well no my i love my listeners and it's okay because like i'm not the best like email writers well too but they're also not the best email writers so this wasn't wasn't the best for (laughs) they know it's like a thing it's like a thing on the show um, but I'm also not hating because if I was a listener writing an email, I'd probably be the same way. So but anyways. Yeah, um but we got we got the Yeah, gents. yeah, for
2: sure. So yeah, I say listen to what he says uh over like maybe these kind of signals you're picking up because he could just be just being a gentleman. I still like I have a bunch of friends who are girls who I, you know, do the same thing. I'll open the door for them, I'll you know, I'll be generous, I'll be polite. Right. Yeah, I'll do all those things, but hey. excuse you.
1: Dever send nudes
2: uh well how recent were the nudes it sounded like it was four years ago so if this was like a four years ago and
1: they met five years ago and just once almost oh yeah they casually made out just once over four years ago so that yeah that was a while ago so
2: all that so all that was in the past i think maybe he's just kind of settled in
1: yeah it looks like what happens is it looked like it started off of like okay cool there's attraction so they you tapped into it a little bit and then he told you and was honest about hey I don't I don't want to do that anymore but he's not from what I'm gathering from just the information that we have here they haven't hooked up since but it's but that's when she starts romanticizing like He just like she said, but his actions speak so much louder. The love he shows me, the kind actions and the affection we talk every day. We have told each other things nobody else shares and uh, sorry, nobody else knows and shares our secrets. He does all these little things like hold my door, waiting for me to get in the car or taking pictures of me, saving my pictures, the way he makes me giggle and never wants to see me down. He's just being a good friend. Sorry, sweetie. Like he does care for you. And I don't I don't want to like take that away from you but i think he's done his part and was like a tapped into it was like no maybe i'm not i'm not into this but really liked you as a friend and really valued you valued you guys as friends sounds like a really it's nice guy
2: to- sounds like a great guy yeah <laughs> he
1: sounds like a, <laughs> sounds like it's just being a decent guy you know um i like he's just being a gentleman the thing is here here's the thing you can never control Other people can only control your actions. So at this point, you got to take things with a grain of salt. Continue to be his friend, okay? But put up those boundaries Mm -hmm. with him and with yourself. Don't let your mind, like, take off there. Maybe once you start, like, getting into, like, these fantasy things, write down, like, three things he told you when he said you're just a friend or something. Like, three things that remind you that it's just it's not real, you know? Like, you kind of have to, like, get back into reality because I – and I'm I used to be like this, too. And I think she may be really young because I feel like this is like an early 20s type. OK, of thing. so this well, is like and, or. And yeah, I think it's seems... going to
2: sound cliche, but hey, you're still young. <laughs> you have so much time.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at look this at guy. He's divorced. I got married. Divorced. Now he's... I'm
2: not even out of my 20s yet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so a lot can happen we in a short amount of time. To live. Yeah, a lot of life. A to A lot live. can happen um
1: yes so if you still want to be friends with him yeah that's and it if it does, if...
2: does progress then cool um but don't like don't but don't expect yeah don't shit put your eggs in that basket um
1: at all don't expect don't expect any honestly like don't expect anything from this guy take everything as face value and like if he ever gets to the point which i honestly kind of doubt because i feel like i don't know i feel like for guys and maybe you could back me up on this like you kind of know like off the bat if you want to be with the person
2: yeah i guess yeah i guess so
1: like it's never like you kind of well i mean
2: there's people there's people who start as friends first if that happens but um it sounds like yeah i mean me and go ahead
1: me and brian started off as friends first because he was reading the room but of course like day one he would have been down to do whatever I was willing to, you know, allow him to do. If that was sex, if that was a relationship, whatever, like, you know, but he was just kind of like reading the room and going with the flow and not push me, you know, manipulate me in a certain direction. So, but like if this, it, like if Brian told me like, I don't want to be with you, then we obviously wouldn't be here. But now. if you
2: do end up like dating someone, um, yeah, maybe, consider putting up certain boundaries i don't know how like how far your conversation goes now or how in depth or if there are still nudes being exchanged i don't know but uh yeah i'd say definitely put up boundaries if you meet someone else yeah i think that's
1: yeah Um, do you do you send nudes
2: no no i don't have have you heard have you heard the song (laughs) why would i be sending out nudes why would i subject myself to that to a, a for sure cancellation <laughs> be running headfirst into cancellation even if it was consensual <laughs>
1: even if it was consensual we were like oh my god no not the dad bod guy no the right person will like your nudes
2: uh, sure <laughs>
1: you, you'll be surprised. once you're ready for like dating and stuff like you know you'll 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 get you're a good looking dude. Thanks. You know, and okay. <laughs> you don't know how to take compliments. Take off. You're good. You're a very good looking dude. You're smart. You're funny. You're kind of rude, but you know. But I think you'd be nice for the right one. And um, yeah. I mean, you're a Gemini, so what's ex- you know what's expected? Do you know your big three?
2: Mm-mm. What's that?
1: So, uh, wow, um. <laughs> Definitely not from LA. Oh <laughs> God.
2: Oh. Oh, God. You make me puke.
1: So your big three is like so you have your sun sign, which is like your Gemini, and that is like the ego. That is what's like presented to the world. And then you have your moon and your, your rising. Um, so your moon sign is like oh my god am i butchering this is this a pop quiz Do i get this right so it's pretty much like your feelings that you like have and who you like your personality really is when you're like all alone and it's like you and you like your most comfortable state
2: I, I don't sense. know about i don't know about that but i can tell you when i'm out i'm very hyper and very talkative and when yeah. i'm alone i'm very somber
1: <laughs> so there's like there's there, there's going to be there's going to be <laughs> Do you wait? Check what time you were born. It Doesn't do
0: you matter. Have your birth certificate? It
2: doesn't exist. Let's move on. Can you just? It's, uh, it's irrelevant. But I
1: can. I just know for myself. Okay. What can you? Do you know your birth? Your, your do you have your birth certificate on hand?
2: You want me to just? You just want me to pull up my birth certificate on hand?
1: Yeah. If you don't, then like let me know. But if you have it, like in you know i mean you don't have that many things right there see i knew you would have it right next to you i was i knew i just knew i knew you would even have to like search through shit
2: i do have it <laughs>
1: yes that's why <laughs> i knew it. i wasn't like, crazy i, was, like, I literally like, had it just right moved to into that spot
2: where does it say the time
1: um it's so where does it say like where you're born, the date? So this is, just oh anything? yeah, the
2: hour, uh, eight fifty, a.m.
1: Okay, June, yeah. so June fourth, nineteen ninety three. So it looks like Gem. on. am I doing this right? Let me call somebody.
2: Aye, aye, aye.
1: Sorry, I need I need a fact check. Hi, I, I realize I probably should have called Nikki. How do you is your is Merck oh, no. I'm trying to figure out my brother's, I'm trying to figure out my brother's, um, the big three, and I'm, like, looking it up, and I'm having issues, and is Mercury also our rising?
3: No. Hold on. I, I got you. Do
1: you have his birth time? Yes, his birth time is... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me start a new
3: chart. Okay, so, Steph's brother, when's his date of birth?
1: June fourth,
3: nineteen ninety-three. Mm-hmm. June 6th,
1: six, right? June fourth. Six four. Yeah, June
3: four. Okay, and then time.
1: Eight fifty five zero AM.
3: Eight fifty AM and then place.
1: Los Angeles, California.
3: Okay. He is a Gemini son Gemini Arius Moon, Cancer, right? Ah, uh,
1: yeah, that makes oh sense.
3: <laughs> so Mercury, Mercury is in Cancer as well for him.
1: Oh my gosh!
3: Yeah, Mars in Leo, Jupiter in Libra in the third house. So what's the
1: difference? So there's Sun, that's like the ego, that's what the world views you. The Moon is the what again?
3: Uh the moon is like your emotions.
1: Um and then your rising is like who you are in your deepest like by when you're by yourself, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, your rising is Nicole, (laughs) how sun is rising. I usually like to say like sun is who you are, rising is how
0: you
3: (sighs) present yourself to others. Yes. Moon is your emotions. What? Oh Sun is
1: Sun is ego. Moon is Science how he presents at work, himself everyone. to the world. No, 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 Moon is emotions. Oh, it's emotions. Yeah. And then the rising is his...
3: Is how, you, how he presents himself.
1: Aww. Okay.
3: So he's got his south node in Gemini and his north node in Sag, like Nicole and I. Um, Wait, and I think yours is yours... Are you North not... Are you North Node Sag? I can't remember. I have
1: no idea. Um, I can't remember. What else?
3: Um his Saturn is oh wow. His Saturn is right on the cusp. It's in the eighth house, but it's
1: Does that mean up... he's emotional? Uh
3: uh. No. Um <laughs> But it's in it's in zero degrees Pisces. Oh, okay. He's actually got a lot of cusp placements. Um, And I'm doing this, mind you, I'm doing this in equal house. So if he did it in whole sign, it might look just a smidge different just because he does have so many placements that are, like, very early degrees or cusp. Mm. Um, Like his point of fortune, his Saturn, his his Jupiter, um, his Mercury...
1: So what does so his mean? Based off of just his big three, what is his personality? Based off of, like, you don't even know him. Like, you don't have... You
3: know... uh, <laughs> Gemini... Gemini, Sun, Sag, Moon, Cancer, Rising. What does that tell
2: you? This is all going to stay in, I hope.
3: <laughs> it's Steph's brother. Just- yeah, based off of, like,
1: you you never met him. Just what's your impression based off of those big three?
3: Born on a full moon.
1: Um, sorry, I should have called Danny, huh? That's it's great. Yeah, I trust. I believe you guys. You got this.
3: So he's got he's got his moon and Sag in the fifth house. He probably really likes sex. Um, like really kind of cool. and probably probably likes a variety of partners. Um, Cancer rising. He's probably gonna come off very like homey. Like people are get, nurturing. People are gonna feel kind of like at home around him. Um, and then Gemini Sun in the 11th house, so very, like, intellectual, um, probably likes to talk a lot, so I guess if you had to summarize it into three words, um, and Sag Moons, too, are also kind of very active, I've noticed, like, they like to, they like to be on the move, they don't like to sit still, so talkative, active, but also, like, homey and nurturing.
1: Yeah. I think so. I don't. I think he like comes off as nurturing, but he's like not that nurturing. Are you nurturing? You're not I'm nurturing, very nurturing. To me. So I don't know. But we have a different.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, you're very nurturing. Okay, because I mean, our relationship is obviously different than what you would be with. Yeah, I'm very nurturing. People, so like to others apart. He's very nurturing to others. He says. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can see, see that. Says that you have this some per- kinky person placements. I've never met before. I can see that. That makes sense. <laughs> This isn't.
1: <laughs> I don't think she can hear you. But she says that you have kinky placements. He's got Mars and Leo. He hasn't had sex in like years.
0: Oh. Oh. Really?
1: <laughs> sorry. We could delete that. <laughs> I'm sorry he got all quiet. <laughs> But it doesn't mean that he, you know, there is capability there. It's just, you know, he has, I don't think he's, like, dived into his his whole life yet. Anyways. Okay. Love you guys. That's it. Love you, bye. Bye. Of course. Love you.
2: Love you. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I could just see you being, like, because you're such a, so, back and sorry, my brother, you guys, like, He's such a skeptic with everything. And he's like an atheist. He just doesn't believe in. Wow.
2: That like nothing. What a straw man. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. He's an atheist. He doesn't believe in anything. I'm just asking the questions. He has no God. Therefore, he
0: has no morals.
1: Oh my god. No, I mean you have morals. Like you're obviously a good person. You're not gonna do any like foul shit. But like, you know, but like you you're a skeptic. Yeah, as as I would anyone say.
2: should be. Anyone should be skeptical. You shouldn't just believe the first thing you hear. You should always
1: Yeah, which is fair. I'm not judging you for that. I'm just like I just had to give them like a very short synopsis <laughs> straightforward. Obviously there's nuance to everything. But I just – that's why because I know that – that's why you don't even know your big three. That's why you're, like, well, laughing when well, you're, like
2: – Why not do you think base that that it off of you? like, the like, ENJF scale or whatever that personality scale is? Let me check. I know. I have that somewhere.
1: I know. I know I know that person. But, like, do you think based off of just their quick chart reading, uh, it was pretty close? I mean,
2: yeah. But I still think those are just so heavily vague that they could be applicable to – you know, like any combination could have been applicable, most likely,
1: okay, well, maybe you need to actually really meet Danny, but we <laughs> okay. won't get into
2: it
1: um, any last words, I yeah, my personality type time. is e n f p
2: um I think that's true because I took it once, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait, is that the one that's like I outgoing? So. Yeah, I think I'm that yeah, one too. Like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know anymore. Um,
2: last words. Uh, yeah, hopefully I can record Dad Bod soon. And then, um, yeah. And if you ever do a live show, I'd love to open for you.
1: Yeah, if you could like put it on yeah. Spotify so they can have like a Absolutely. reference for it later. But we'll see. I got to run it by the twins. Obviously, it's their show too. Because we got to hype people okay. up.
2: I mean, it's pretty hype. But yeah, you can find me on Instagram at, at RayBanRet t.
1: Now he wants to be
2: playing. Yay. Yes. I think before I was like, follow find me on LinkedIn or whatever, but no, follow me on Instagram. I'm right, even now right. like, trying to think of ways to get it on a QR code that maybe I can put it, I don't know, on a shirt <laughs> or on my guitar, like as I'm playing, so people can just scan it.
1: Oh my God. No, you know what you need to do? You need to really I know, TikTok. I know, but
2: one of my friends, literally she has her handle as her, like, a sticker on her car. And it's, like, at, at, blah, blah, blah. I'm, like, that is the most Zoomer thing I've ever heard. Someone's putting their fucking handle on their car.
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't want to look, like, you know, forcing it down someone's throat. But I would say, really, Rhett, like, learn, learn your way around TikTok and how to make content that, like, makes you happy on there where you can promote your shit. Otherwise, that's the way to go. As someone who... Works okay. in social media. I know.
2: I'll take What's you that? up on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know what I'm talking about. This is how people found brochotherapy. therapy. So you should listen to me. All
2: right. Wow, you're using you're using the power <laughs> of your audience to have a, a like an older sibling grasp. Listen to me. I have blah yeah, exactly. blah k listen followers. <laughs> Jeez. Influencer households are the worst.
1: I'm just kidding. Am I? Am I an influencer? Or am I just? I don't even want to like name myself because I think I'm like I'm could be beyond an influencer at this point. I don't know. I don't really like the word influencer. It kind of has a like a.
2: No, you're no, you're a content creator. You're a content creator. I'll give you that. Yeah,
1: I was like, I I feel like I I do more than just trying to like yeah. influence people to. Yeah, I know. You know, you're right. But anyways, follow me, Stephanie Megan or dot com. All that shit is there. Also, I forgot to mention this in the beginning. This is just audio only. <laughs> and um, because I'm currently, if you're listening to this right, when it premieres, I'm currently in LA um, shooting 14 episodes in a week. Uh, and also, like, just doing a photo shoot, trying to rebrand. So I just wanted to give myself a little bit of a break and not do any video editing because audio editing is way quicker. So that is why. But next week, um, sh- I should start back up with the new content
2: happy new year everyone i love happy
1: you yeah okay bye
2: i was talking to the audience uh, but yes i love you too
1: therapy.
0: what's up everyone it's noah daniels
2: hey y'all i'm jj
0: hey guys it's cat
2: and we're your host of The Real Hauntings Podcast. We bring on guests who share their first hand encounter ghost stories and supernatural experiences. Now on to the trailer.
0: I've been warned to not tell this story But I think because of the way it ends, it's okay to tell this story. Because some people say that with certain entities, to like speak of them or talk about them or in any way like portray them as powerful will attract them to other people. The creepiest thing about it to me is a lot of times it would wait for me to notice it like it would just lay its arm out like this and then i'd be like where is it where is it and then i'd see it and then it would just slither back for more information on the real Haunting real ghost stories podcast make sure you check out real.fm to learn more about our podcast and many other amazing podcasts